you're listening to Growing Matters, the podcast dedicated to providing you with all the information and research you need to improve your farm and business. Hello and welcome to Series 2 of the Hort Innovation Podcast, Growing Matters. I'm your host, Farah. Today, we're looking at how understanding the nutritional content of fresh produce can help equip growers with the intel they need to better promote their produce and support their own marketing initiatives. With me in this studio, I have the Hort Innovation resident nutritionist and dietitian, Gemma O'Hanlon. Gemma is also a research and development manager for Hort Innovation. And on the line joining us from Century Orchards is almond grower and member of the Almond Board of Australia, Brendan Sidhu. Welcome to the show. Thanks, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Food forms the basis of our existence and consumer trends that push certain foods to superfood status can have a phenomenal effect on the bottom line for our growers. Today, we are exploring what our growers can do to stay ahead of the curve and secure their place in the market. Gemma, what are some of the current food trends you've noticed that have had an impact on the public perception of fresh horticultural produce? Yeah, well, that's a great question. Um, The trends that I'm really seeing at the moment are this trend towards fats and particularly good fats in the diet. Now, interestingly, it hasn't always been that way. Um, Back in the 80s and 90s, we went through this era where there are these weight loss diets and fats were forbidden. They were banned and we weren't able to have any fats in our diet. And so what we're seeing now is almost like a backflip where consumers are now embracing good fats again, avocados, nuts, seeds, olive oil and olives, which are really important in our diet. So I'm really pleased to see that fats are back and are kicking goals. So Gemma, what's encouraged the switch to support good fats again? Yeah, so it really comes down to the science and the, the scientific evidence that has evolved over time. And what we now know is that different types of fats have different impacts on the body. So there are good fats and there are bad fats. Good fats increase our good cholesterol and the bad fats increase our bad cholesterol. So what is really great about the um, the, the horticultural um, industries that we're supporting, the, the avocados, the olive oils, the, the nuts, um, these, are, these are rich in good fats. So they increase our HDL or our good cholesterol and they reduce our bad cholesterol, the LDL cholesterol. Um, they also play a really important role in protecting our organs, keeping us fuller for longer. They give us the energy we need to function at our best. So they're rich in nutrients and it's so great to see fats back on the menu. That's great, Gemma. So perhaps you can tell our listeners how growers can best leverage these trends to maximise their business output and to cement their market presence. Yeah, so I think the first thing to do is really to understand the consumer and what they want. So that's through real in-depth consumer insights. And secondly, to arm themselves with the tools and knowledge in order to best inform their business and their marketing initiatives. And how does Hort Innovation support them in doing that? Yeah, so Hort Innovation invests in projects which both investigate the nutrition and health benefits of the produce that we represent. um, And then we also invest in projects that disseminate those messages to health professionals, um, general practitioners and other influential professionals in the community. Uh, And that that really leads to, um, you know, that behaviour change in the consumer where we're really focusing on arming those professionals with the tools and knowledge they need to, to share those messages. Um, And we've had some really great results as a result of that. Gemma, do you have some examples you can share with us uh, around some of the resources that have been developed? 
Yeah, so one great resource is what we call our Olive Wellness Institute, um, and it's a science repository. So um, it's really a, a hub of amazing information, um, lots of scientific evidence base that supports um, olive oil and olive products. So it, it has uh, webinars, it has podcasts, it has uh, blogs, fact sheets, interactive videos. And what's really great about this Olive Wellness Institute is it's backed by a board of international scientific experts. Uh, so they inform the institute um, and they ensure that all the latest scientific information is there and available for growers and available for health professionals in order to access the, the true um, and credible facts. That's great, Gemma. I'm also aware of a Nuts for Life program. Brendan, perhaps you can tell us a little bit more about that program and what benefit it represents for growers. Yeah, so the Nuts for Life program is a free online public resource. I guess it's been around for 17 years um, and it was really developed to try and improve and promote the nutritional um, reputation of nuts. Uh, I've personally been involved with the initiative for 10 years as a board member of the Arm Board of Australia but probably closer for the last three years as chair of the Australian Nut Industry Council. Um, so what it's trying to do is really trying to change the perceptions for both the everyday consumer, but more importantly, for health professionals such as doctors and dietitians. I guess the program is an independent authority on the health of benefits and the benefits of consuming nuts regularly on a daily basis. The whole healthy handful is really important for us to get out there and, and try and promote. Um, the need for this initiative came about because of those common uh, misconceptions that Gemma's just talked about, you know, the bad fats. Every fat was considered bad, but now we know that the fats that we have uh, in nuts are predominantly good fats and they're really good for you. So we've, I guess we've just been trying to show that old bad fats and promote the good fats. So, Brendan, how has this information supported you as both a grower and a member of the Almond Board of Australia? Well, I guess it's helped me to be able to spruik the great benefits of, uh, of almonds. You know, it's great for um, cardiovascular disease control, heart disease control, which are now major um, causes of death in Australia. It also means I can go to the consumers and say, this is really good for you. Almonds are a great snack food, um, probably provide particularly mid-afternoon snacks, helps to avoid the old brain fade. And importantly, it's uh, rich energy, giving you protein, fibre uh, and good nutrition. And it's really good to have a good snack probably between meals. Brendan, has misinformation around the health benefits of nuts impacted your bottom line as a grower over the course of your career? Absolutely. When I first started uh, in nuts back in the 90s, it was very hard sell, trying to sell almonds. So it definitely had a bottom effect, I'm sure, on all growers of all nuts in those early 90s, I guess this program is now changing that perception and, and we're getting out there, so which is fantastic. That's great. And I understand from recent statistics that almonds are one of the most uh, exported products across horticulture. So congratulations in that space. Yeah, thanks very much. Yes, we certainly are um, exporting a lot of dollars, hitting over half a billion dollars a year now, So and, and heading further. That It'll be a, a billion dollars, I think, in four or five years. That's fantastic. Gemma, what other projects is Hort Innovation investing in to improve productivity for growers at the farm gate level? 
Yeah, so one of the great projects that's recently come to an end and has been a three-year project partnering with our um, our wonderful um, partner, Syro is the um, Creating Valuable for Edible Vegetable Waste, uh, what we term our Broccoli Latte Project. Um, so this project um, essentially took those um, poor little broccolis that didn't quite make the supermarket shelves um, due to some very minor um, aesthetic defects um, and utilised the stems, the florets and the leaves to to create this amazing nutrient-rich vegetable powder, uh, which we're now looking at commercialisation opportunities with some of our uh, leading growers um, in areas such as um, fortifying meals in aged care, uh, in getting vegetables into kids' snacks, um, and also in uh, nutraceutical areas. So there's this project has led to some really great innovation and it's taking that waste product, which would otherwise end up in landfill, and turning it into a product that's um, high in fibre, high in protein, high in polyphenols or antioxidants, uh, prebiotics, probiotics, and really um, providing those nutrients to, to members of the community that really need them. So, so as Brendan was saying just earlier regarding uh, the Nuts for Life program, one of the great things we've been able to achieve has been a general level health claim in promoting nuts. So now we can be loud and proud and put heart healthy nuts and on our packaging uh, and on our, um, our marketing materials in order to promote the heart health benefits of nuts. Um, and as Brendan said, We've really turned around those messages around bad fats. Consumers now can be reassured that nuts are good for their health. Uh, Nut consumers actually have smaller waistlines than people who don't consume nuts. So nuts actually help people to manage their weight. They don't lead to weight gain. um, And there's so many other benefits. There's 28 uh, essential nutrients in nuts. So there, um, you know, there's so many benefits and we're really proud to have this general level health claim now available for growers to use on their packaging. As a nut lover, I'm pleased to know that my waist won't be impacted by my consumption. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Enjoy that healthy handful of nuts. And that could mean having 15 macadamias per day. It could mean having 20 almonds or it could mean having 30 pistachios. So how good is that? I think I'll go the 30 pistachios. (laughs) Brendan, did you have any contributions to that from a grower perspective? No, I think that's what uh, Gemma said is really important. That healthy handful now is so important for us. Every day, just have that healthy handful. It's going to help with your cardiovascular disease. It's going to help control diabetes. It's going to make you feel better and healthier. So handful of nuts. I prefer almonds. Almonds are great too. So... Out of curiosity to both of you, particularly Gemma, I'd say is your role uh, as resident nutritionist and dietitian, how do we combat the issue of growing nut allergies? Yeah, look, I think um, that's obviously a, a, a really uh, important focus, particularly in schools. And and I think what we can do is, um, you know, for, for one thing, obviously schools have certain guidelines. So we can look at how we can... Um, encourage kids to eat uh, nuts, you know, whether it's after school and having that healthy handful. Um, But also, um, I think some of the the new exciting research that has come out recently has demonstrated that if we introduce nuts to kids um, at an earlier age, then they actually are less likely to 
develop those allergies later in life. So I think, um, you know, it's like with all foods, that exposure at a young age can really help reduce having allergies and intolerances later in life. So that's another great reason for, you know, mums to be, to be enjoying nuts every day um, and to be also, you know, introducing them to their children as well. Thanks, Gemma. That's, That's great to know. So Brendan, what has your experience been like dealing with growing food allergies? Okay, my experience, I guess, as a, a parent, as a father, uh, and being involved with my lo- local um, high school, we've managed to introduce almonds back into the um, tuck shop. So they can now go and actually eat almonds and, and buy almonds. And we've found that they are really consuming them more and more. So that's my experience. I agree with Gemma. There has this perception out there that high allergies for nuts. Um, but I think that perception is mainly around peanuts. So if you can get it, that, get the nuts into schools, that, um, it's, it's a good thing. So That's a fantastic fate, Brendan, uh, particularly given that most uh, daycare, early learning centres and primary schools ban nuts. So to have them brought back into that uh, education setting is, is a wonderful win for, for industry. Yeah, it is. And, you know, it, it's just, again, just underpinning the science that's behind it. So, you know, they're, they're just such good health food. And nuts are a great snack for hungry teenagers as well. I can tell you that the combination, the fibre, the protein and those good fats, they really help to keep people fuller for longer and, uh, and so amazing in terms of uh, giving kids a really healthy snack. And that's great for mums of teenage boys who will eat you out of house and home. Yep, absolutely. So, Brendan, we asked Gemma earlier what projects Hort Innovation was uh, contributing to to support nut consumption. Are there any projects across the Almond Board of Australia? Yeah, there's one we're currently doing, Congenitive Health, particularly in children and kids. We're trying to see if nuts are good for the brain, particularly almonds. There's actually some trials going on with that now. And I can tell you a little antidote that I believe is right is my father, every day, his mother would put a handful of almonds in his lunchbox and he'd go off to school and he came back, end up studying medicine. And I can tell you my mother didn't and I'm the nut farmer, so I think there's some evidence there. <laughs> so your, your theory is that eating almonds will encourage you into a life as a general practitioner? Correct. It's <laughs> good brain food, very good brain good. food. Thanks, Brendan. Before we wrap up, I just want to touch base with both of you just to find out what your key takeaways are for growers uh, of produce that are high in fat, high in good fat particularly, like avocados, nuts and olives. Um, And what would you advise growers to do if they do receive common criticism for the fat content that their produce um, contains? So I would say whenever you you do have that criticism, always refer to the science. The science never lies. And we have an amazing, um, you know, amazing databases and repositories of the science now. We've really invested in this to to get that robust science there available for growers. Um, so always refer to the science and you'll never go wrong. Uh, and, uh, and it's backed by those international experts and it's available in forms of communication that's suitable for a range of different audiences as well. So have a look on it, websites such as the Olive Wellness Institute, Nuts for Life and also Avocados Australia uh, and I'm sure you'll find what you need on there. Thanks, Gemma. And Brendan, as a grower, as an almond grower yourself, what advice do you have for growers who face similar criticism? So for the almond growers, we've got a great resource in the Almond Board website. I'm sure that the Maccas have exactly the same and pistachio. So 
you know, it's, as uh, Jim has just said, there is science. We really have some really good um, hard evidence now. So stand behind that science. If you, if you are getting that criticism, use those websites. There's some really fantastic information there. So I'd say well done to Nuts for Life. That's a, a, a fantastic program in promoting the health benefits for, for all of us. And that's a wrap on good fats and the science supporting nutrition across fresh horticultural produce. I want to thank our guests, Gemma in the studio and Brendan who joined us on the line from Adelaide. It's been wonderful speaking to you both. Thanks for having me. It's been my pleasure. Thanks very much for the opportunity. I've really enjoyed it. And we've had a great time. If you'd like more information about anything you've heard on today's show, links to the resources will be posted in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Growing Matters. Don't forget to visit us over at horticulture.com.au and join our free membership. Get instant access to the very latest information available to help your farm and business grow.